Thank you for your patience. Amen. Oh, that's right. I got to answer. I got to stay up here. We we now want to open the question and answer time frame, and so if anybody wants to ask Ron about his last illustration of the question, I'd. Uh, what was that, Art? I said, if, if if anyone would like to ask as a question, what was your last illustration? I told them they could still do that in the question answer part. I hope somebody will suggest that so that I don't have to suggest it myself. <laughs> I got two illustrations. Can I use them? Well, let me answer one of the questions I just heard. Okay. Go right ahead. I don't see any hands up yet. Only omniscience can escape the limitations of perspectalism. Of looking at things from a limited perspective. But that does not mean that all perspectives are equally valid or that there is no truth in any particular interpretation. Moreover, especially when the Bible treats certain topics again and again, we can know certain things about these topics truly. Our present society has reached the point that they believe all truth, which is simply your own individual interpretation, is of equal value. All cultures are supposed to be what? They are supposed to be of equal value. Why is it that proselyting across the world is more or less being opposed? It's because behind it is the driving idea that all religion is cultural in its origin. And every culture is equal in value and whatever they subjectively think is true. You know, I have a real hard time swallowing that, and I'll tell you why. It's hard for me to swallow that a cambalistic culture is equal to a non-cambalistic culture. That's pretty hard to swallow. But you see what's being said. What is being said is that today no longer can truth be found objectively because it comes down to what the individual perceives. The little illustration that I have of that I would like to share with you and then I will Here's my little illustration, and most of you know me. Some of my illustrations are a little strange. Paul personified sin, right? Do I have the liberty to personify culture? Our present culture has an interesting dilemma. When it walks into a store and orders two yards of cloth, what will the store owner do since he no longer has a yardstick to measure the cloth? Will the customer be satisfied with what the store owner cuts for him? If dissatisfied and expresses his dissatisfaction, can the store owner report him for intolerance?
I'm not a prophet, I'm the son of a prophet. In fact, some wonder if I'm the son of anybody. But just the same, I want you to consider this. We're living, if we continue with the cultural practice that there's no truth except one's individual judgment, then the church is faced with the fact that when we begin to preach the truth, we're not, we're not considered reasonable. We now become bigots. My brothers and sisters, are you ready to be known as the church, not as a people of regeneration, but as a generation of bigots? Bigots, I get it. Here's my point. My point is, if we continue with the present concept that truth is simply one's individual perception, and that's accepted, and then the next thing is, the government begins to pass legislation because that's now a hate speech. I'm not a doomsdayer, but what I am saying is, rather than worrying about that, let's prepare ourselves to have an attitude wise as serpents and harmless as doves, but at the same time, be willing to stand up if you're going to be shot down. We need to be a people that once again capture the perspective of the biblical world purpose. Listen, it's only in God and His purpose and His word that we can find the meaningfulness of life. And we're never going to find that by letting culture reinterpret the word of God. A lot of the woes of our secular culture are basically bent upon the fact that people have no standard based upon why they're here, based on why God made man and what's the most beneficial blessing for us. Sorry, I didn't mean to uh, hush. Um, just a question about... I'm not attacking you, I'm just trying to hear you. <laughs> Do you think that the culture has influence on any of the translations of the Bible that are being put out. And well, if so, okay. to what degree that that can be, we can know the difference in the culture trying to okay. influence okay. the Bible itself. Well, let's look at translations. What we need to do I used to be able to back up without looking back there. Can't do it anymore, Alan. I don't know what's wrong. Let's look at translations. Put them on a continuum. We're not going to get into a big fight, this translation against that translation, which we did years ago. I'm going to be very blank about it. And did we help anybody? Did we help our brethren? What we're going to have to do is you're going to have to take translation. You're going to put them on a continuum. You're going to look at the background. You're going to look at the purpose of the translators. You're going to look at the philosophy. Were they literal? Did they try to follow the grammar, etc.? Or whether they, instead of trying to give that as a translation, did they try to give us the thought, which ends up being like a comment? 
put them on a continuum and look over here at the ones that basically tries to follow grammatical, historical, literal way of interpretation. Use them as your study Bibles. And if you want to look at the others to get some refraction, I just say put them on a continuum. And that's, that's easy to do. We got that. You know, I have an old saying, Skyler, and that is, you know, I want my translation to be literal. And of course, I want my preacher to be dynamic. And I like that difference. Does that help answer your question, though? Yeah. But think about, put them on a continuum. Examine and look at them. You're going to find which group is over here. You know, the new King James and... Uh, uh, King James, of course, most of you have passed that, but some of us can't be. I forgot what I want to say. What's the other ones? About five of them. ESV. ESV, yeah. NASB. Yeah. You know, it's hard to take a translation. Oh, you've got to get the New American Standard. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. In our, it's amazing among us. You can't hardly walk without stepping on somebody's toes. Sometimes that's good, sometimes it's bad. Any last remarks or concluding yeah. remarks, Ross? Well, I prepared for a bunch of your hard questions. And I got in front of a mirror, and I straightened myself up and got ready for those hard questions. And I, my answer was, I don't know. And so I'm glad that I didn't have to do that today. Uh, just this. Uh, so thankful for the congregation here, the study. So thankful for brethren coming time after time and showing interest. And I pray out of it, God is glorified and we're edified. And that as a people, we prepare ourselves for whatever culture may bring to us. May the Lord bless.